real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. you're with us Trent Condon and myself will take you until two o'clock uh coming up we'll talk some NBA with Josh Martin we'll do the same with NFL with uh Frank Schwab yahoosports.com part of the shutdown corner and we will do more than draft a lot of people draft sick of the draft well it hasn't I even happened get yet. those people how could you be sick of it I can't I can't I can't be Trent. well I I do at times is it overkill maybe it just it's the same narratives over and over and over again. This, this one's more intriguing than most, though, just because of the quarterbacks. Of how many there are. Yeah. And how, and how they're getting picked apart in the days yes. leading up to it. That's astounding to me. I mean, Gettleman, is it Gettle, Dave Gettleman, I say his last name right, the general manager of the Giants, who have the number two overall pick, and I get it. If your lips are moving, there's a pretty good chance you're being told a story. They're telling you a story, yes, right? Yeah, yeah. He thinks that this is the most overrated group of quarterbacks. Yeah. And there's going to be a bunch. I mean, this may rival, what was the Elway draft? 83 draft? 83. This may rival the 83 draft in as much as how many first-round quarterbacks are taken. And that look was at six. It. That was six. Marino, Elway. Kelly. Blackledge. Blackledge, Ken O'Brien. Ken O'Brien. Uh, who are we missing? Tony Kel- Eason. Tony Eason. I think, right? We're going to go Kelly Stoffer. No, it wasn't Kelly Stoffer. No, I think it's Tony. Okay. You know what? I got. I want to be sure. I now we've got to check. Yeah, well, three Hall of Famers. You do You yep. do that because you're yep. faster than me at Google. <laughs> I'm still learning. Um, three Hall of Famers in Kelly, Marino, and Elway. Yep. Ken O'Brien for sure. Yep. Todd Blackledge, who's better known as a college football uh, uh, analyst, and I think he's really good. Tony, Tony Eason. Eason. He was the other one. He was at 15. Who was the last one taken? Marino. That's what I thought. Right at the end. Right. Now, there were only 28 picks. 28, yeah. 28 teams at mm-hmm. the time, but yeah, he was at 27. And remember Elway pulling the stunt? He was going to play baseball for the yeah. Yankees, and actually you can find pictures of him out there in his Yankee right? jersey. Yes. wonder what kind of baseball player he would have been. I mean, I not, obviously would have had nowhere near the success in that sport as you he did. You wouldn't think. So, you wouldn't no. think, no, right? But no. you know, some of those kids you grew up with them. Yeah, just whatever. Everybody had a had a had a guy that you went to school with, played with. It was just better than everybody else at every sport. Now, I've never golfed before. And goes out. And yeah, just, shoots yeah. eighty. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Right. You're not supposed to do that, but okay, you did that. And oh, hockey, that looks like fun. <laughs> hey, you got a slap shot. Nobody else does. Right. <laughs> those kind of people, and yeah, that, I mean. Guys like that, Elway. I don't know. The, baseball is so difficult, though. Just even becoming a major leaguer. And he was a he was a right fielder, right? He played field, because was? of his arm. I'm pretty sure he was yeah, a fielder. That makes sense. Uh huh. But think about it. I mean, the '83 draft. We could see a lot of similarities with the 2018 draft. Now, look. There's three Hall of Famers came out of '83. I. <laughs> I mean, can you? What What constitutes of these quarterbacks? What would you say are, at the very least, that was solid? Like a 4-5? Take five, a team to four, a Super Bowl. Th- that's just solid? Well, that'd be better than solid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, out of this out of this class, mm-hmm. if three of these six guys... Play 10 years? Play 10 years. That's considered a win, I think, in the Oh, draft. sure, I would absolutely Because I'd put my that. money on no, that happened. Three of these guys... It, let's say they have to be a starter for, say, seven of those 10 years. Mm-hmm. That three could hang around... Backup quarterback type of thing, sure, but and to become stars, to become all pros or pro bowlers, one and a half, maybe I'd put the number at. I don't know. I, I pro bowls are a little bit easier. Yeah, you know, I'm starting. Pro. I'm starting to think Josh Rosen's getting overlooked. I, you know, I'm a Rosen guy. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to go there. Rosen and Jackson are my two favorite from when you'd have to take them more than likely, mm-hmm. and just. The upside that they have, the evolution of the game, all these different things. I, I, I look at those guys. Allen, I think, has so much bust potential. Baker Mayfield, I think, has bust potential. But the size is, in, and is he going to tuck the ball and run? Is he going to get clobbered? Yeah. Uh, look at RG three. And I'm, I'm continuing to have a difficult time wrapping my, my mind around Sam Darnold. 
And we all remember the Rose Bowl from a couple years back against Penn State. Where he bursts onto the oh, scene. Just an incredible mm-hmm. football game. But watching him last season, no, I know he didn't take a step forward. Uh, and I know that he didn't more. have the personnel. I agree yeah. with you. I agree. You know, pro football focus. Do you like pro football I focus? Yes. I do too. I love pro football focus. Now, they give they me numbers that I have no idea how they derive at them, right. but they look really cool. And, and I dig into them a yes, little bit, yes. try to figure it out. So they came out with their mock draft yesterday. Oh, okay. Pro football focus came out with their mock draft. Just let me, where do you think that they have, well, first of all, they have Josh Jackson at six to six. Indianapolis. I've seen anywhere from, I think, six all the way to like 42. Yeah, Talk about a range. I could believe that. They do not have James Daniels in the first round. Okay. Where do you think they have Josh Allen? Josh Allen. Who some people will tell you Cleveland is really wrestling with taking number one yep. overall. Where's pro football focus have Josh Allen? I'll say 24. Not in the else. first round, not Trent in, Condon. Well, I agree with them. I mean, I people agree with are them. all over the map with this thing. Maybe that's why I like pro football focus. The same line see. Your Bears are going to take uh, Harold Landry from Boston College if you love pro football focus. Well, heard a lot about him leading up to the pinstripe bowl. Yeah. Let's see. Did he even play? I'm not sure he did. Yeah. I'm not he sure did. he did. Well, it seems like a long time ago, the, the uh, pinstripe bowl, doesn't it? I saw uh, Mark Emery, our buddy from the register. Yeah, he's at Yankee, at Yankee Stadium. Stadium. I saw that, too. Right down the Twinkies. So, oh, he's a Twins fan. That's why he's there? And I saw a couple of uh, Twins people that I know that were also there. What an ugly one for them last night. Mm. Going out Have to you Yankee been to Stadium. New Yankee Stadium? I haven't been to either of them. I've never been to the Northeast, really. Pittsburgh, I've been That's to. Right. You said you have been, been to New York. So. But I've never been to New York or to mm-hmm. Boston. Those are the two. And haven't spent a ton of time in Philly. In got, to, uh, got to the old Yankee Stadium a couple of times. Probably saw three or four games there. It was it was. I mean, it's Yankee Stadium. Yeah, I know. Right? Like it or not, just think of the history that's unfolded mm-hmm. between those lines. Just amazing to think about that. And Fenway Park, likewise. I was blown away by Fenway and yeah. the surrounding area. In fact, I l- remember leaving Fenway Park thinking, you know what? There's a new leader in the Ken Miller Clubhouse. Oh, really? Yeah, I do. It, it, it surpassed Ooh. Wrigley. Now, I want to get back to Wrigley yes. uh, now that the hotel's built and everything. Mm-hmm. And they're thinking very seriously of... Um, Shutting down some streets around Wrigley Field, yeah. especially when you consider you know the world that we live in. Unfortunately, sure. we saw it again yesterday in Toronto, um, which may not be because you know what it's like the foot traffic around because mm-hmm. there's no place to park. It's a zoo. It's a, it's a madhouse. Yeah. Pr- probably makes sense. Mm-hmm. Both spectacular. I haven't been to your new Yankee Stadium yet, but I mean, Alden was jeez. We will take a timeout, Josh Martin. We'll get back into the NBA. Uh, NBA couple of games tonight. Look forward to them. Oh, we'll do that. We'll get into Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports. More than just the draft with Frank. Mm-hmm. We're going to throw those people that hate the draft a couple <laughs> of NFL questions. I want to find out about, well, you know I'm going to ask him about my theory, right? My Des Bryant theory. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm still holding on to that one, Trent. And if you got it, you had it first. I did. Yeah. I'm going to take credit for this one. <laughs> uh, not done yet by a long shot. Dave Sinnigan, who follows the Packers very closely, thinks I'm nuts. We will take a timeout. We'll come back. We will do NFL with Josh Martin on the other side. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Conant and myself with you until 2 o'clock on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber. And Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammon, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. Why wait? Don't hesitate. Come on, let's get away. Being in Des Moines, you just get it through the experience. I'm a fan of a lot of our fast, casual cuisine. I love the theater and the shopping. My kids love to go to the parks. There's a lot going on musically. If you can't find things to do in Des Moines, you must be boring. This is a magical place. Don't miss out. Visit CatchDesMoines.com and plan your getaway to Greater Des Moines. Catch what you've been missing. 
I'm a one-trick pony. Literally. I show up at kids' parties and act cute. That's pretty much it. So excuse me for being bitter. When Geico says not only could we save you money on car insurance, but we do more. Like give you 24-7 access online, over the phone, or even via our award-winning mobile app. Well, ooh la la. Aren't they multi-talented? <laughs> hey, I said organic carrots. <laughs> Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. There's searching for low prices on appliances, and then there's finding them. At the Home Depot, get spring Black Friday savings of up to 35% on appliance special buys, like a Whirlpool top freezer refrigerator in stainless steel for just $398. Spring has sprung with up to 35% off appliance special buys at spring Black Friday. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Valid through April 25th. U.S. only. Wasp buys last. See store for details. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Hi, I'm Janice Lane, CEO of Children and Families of Iowa. This year, Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary. Over the years, our mission has remained the same, to work collectively to restore hope, build futures, and change lives for children and families throughout Iowa. Visit us at CFIOWA.org. Thank you for helping us fulfill our mission. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. It's the Ken Miller Show. Boy, I love that song, Trent. My favorite <laughs> song you of do. all times. Tumbling Dice, Rolling Stones. Uh, we, uh, we missed on Josh Martin for the second straight day. Yeah, we, we had him set. I uh, got a hold of him. He was driving down the road. He had forgot about it. <laughs> I said, you know what? How could you forget about the NBA craze Des Moines, Iowa? <laughs> right, exactly. We'll try to track him down later in the week. Well, though. we'll do some NBA before we get out of here yeah. after Frank Schwab. Why don't we do that? Hey, real quick on this. Um, 
and I know it's not a big need. Well, it's not a needle mover at all, but it's it's kind of in our wheelhouse. So I bring it up. Mike Francesa, who we talked about in um, his career ending in December, walking mm-hmm. away, really started sports talk radio and made it what it was. I mean, made it uh, where other cities were willing to take a chance and to try that format. Him and Chris Russo. And this was going back into the 80s, uh, very early, you know, into the 80s, first part of the 90s, uh, on a massive station in uh, in New York City. And he retired in December. Um, and, you know, you, it's, it's, sports talk, you, you, they, they love you or they hate you, as long sure. as they have an opinion about you, right? That's that's what you care about. Um and forty four months later, he's he's sick of retirement, and he wants to come back. And the three guys, they took three guys to three a team of three because there's a woman on the team to replace him. Um, I, I guess he's coming back, and he's taking his old spot back, and at least in some corners, not sitting well. So it brings me to this because I will, you know, in it'll be twenty two years in June for me, and there was a six month period about when the jock folded. Okay, the the FM was bought by the. A church, and it's still um, a religious station oh, now, okay. 1071. Um, let me think about this. We had 1071 and 961 in Ames. Really? We had two FM stations simulcasting the same you know, local shows, Dice's yeah. show, Dyer and I. Um, I think you had ESPN at the time. We, nice. had, we had some content. But two FMs. 96.1 and 107.1, and they were both big signals. Sounds like uh, maybe not the best business plan. No, well, they, just, they tried to buy all of these... It tried to become too big. Yeah. Right? There was one sales team in Des Moines. Meanwhile, they're buying stations in Shenandoah, all over the state of Iowa. Uh-huh. And you have to you have to have a team at each of those to make a go of it. Right, right. So anyway, that, that's, that's a long story. Save that for another day. But my point being was there was a, about a six-month period where I was off the air. And it just so happened to coincide with Larry Eustachy and it hitting oh. the fan with the Witoski story, right? Oh. When Tom Witoski, the shovel, as they called him, was at the register. Yep. And it was driving me nuts. I'll never forget this because, you know, I've been spoiled, had this opportunity to come in and to... You know, opine. Yes. Uh, and this vehicle to do so. And it's got to be driving Francesa nuts because Giants draft two, mm-hmm. Jets draft three. Yes. Yankees are his team and they're really good. They got Giancarlo this yeah, offseason. They got Giancarlo this. I didn't even get the about Jeter that. part of it. And the, and the Mets are good. Yes. And he loves the NFL draft. Now, I've heard him a few times since on Bill Simmons' podcast. Mm-hmm. But they're good friends. They are. And you can. And I always enjoyed it. In fact, that was the only time I listened to Francesa is when, with Simmons, with Simmons. when okay. Simmons would come on a show and they'd go back and forth. And they're they're good. And mm-hmm. I mean, him, though, in that format, it's just it's perfect. And I, I know there's a lot of talk of him doing national things, which he would have been fine. Yeah, but he's New York centric, though. He it's, it's kind of like uh, if, you, if you have satellite radio and you listen to Russo's show. Mm hmm. It's good, but it's you know there's 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 way more New York content than any. If you're going national, yeah, you know he he seems to lean on New York stories more than he should. Yeah, and that's I mean the guy's one of the greatest. I mean, who am I to knock him? Right, right. Some yes. hanging Hager in Des Moines. Well, and and that's the thing. You know, I've I've had plenty of people ask, would you ever you know consider going to a different market? And I mean, if an opportunity would arise, I'd have to think about it. But my knowledge base is here. Mm-hmm. My passion is here. Right. It's what we have at the local level. And me going, I have a buddy up in Minneapolis that does sports talk up there on 1500 and the ESPN affiliate. And he says, you know, a couple of years ago, I was talking to him when the Twins were awful. The Vikings still were not anticipated to be very good. Mm-hmm. He said, you're so lucky. You have four NFL teams you can talk about. You have six Major League Baseball teams you can talk about. You have college sports that actually matter. Oh, huge. And you have a couple. We have yeah. one, and nobody cares about the no. Gophers up there. So, Trent, I agree with you. We're fortunate to be here. Yeah, I mean, the, it's a great market. It is. We call them the local and air quote local NFL mm-hmm. teams, but there are four of them. Yes, you know, and, and you hit the nail on the head. I and Iowa State are the two biggest needle movers, bar none. Mm-hmm. On and we get two, talk. and we get two of them, and two. two passionate fan bases, two passionate fan bases. Um, fortunate. To, to do that, and you mentioned six baseball teams, including the Cubs, yes, who are uh, you know a big needle mover in the summer months. But uh, yeah, I just found it interesting that he just you. I mean, look, when I retire, I hope I never, ever, ever want to get the. You'll want to. I don't know. I think you will. Something really? big happens with the clones or oh, the Hawks. Sure. 
Yeah, maybe. And you got an opinion? Mm-hmm. And all well, you can do— It killed me to be off when you Stacey, when it was all hitting yeah. the fan with you, Stacey. It did. And that back then you didn't have social media. Right. And you didn't have podcast. I mean, that's Which another thing. Which is probably thing. good for you, Stacey. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, I mean, anymore— Yeah, it, see, I'll never do a podcast because I, I, I don't listen to podcasts. I, I don't even you know don't, what one but, is. But people—you want to have your opinion out there. And if you know there's people that want to still hear you as you're going along in your walker— <laughs> <laughs> your your keg yeah. of Stella pulled behind you. Right, right, right. And people still want to hear your opinion. Mm. And all it is is flipping a switch and it's I out guess. there for the world. Yeah, I could still use I could see you still doing that. I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, anyways, here's the good news. I got some time to think about it. Yes, you do. Touch wood, right? Yeah. Uh we're gonna come back. We're gonna speak with uh, Frank Schwab, yahoosports.com with Frank. We'll get into a little bit of the, uh, well, I shouldn't say a little bit of the draft. We'll get into the draft, but we'll do a few more things mm-hmm. uh, with him. Uh, how much will you watch on Thursday night? Good question. Thursday night. First, I believe I am on dad duty Thursday. There's no, I don't think there's any NHL. There may be. So what's tonight? Tuesday? So these yes. these clinching series, well, I'm not sure. Well, obviously, we don't know which. So there might, there's liable to be a game or two in the NBA on Thursday. Sure. So we're we're gonna have something like that. And where are your twins? They play during the day against the Yankees. Probably locked and loaded. Might be a Buffalo Wild Wings kind of night. Ella likes to go there. Does she? And Dad might be going there on Daddy Daughter Night. Nice. Head up B Dubs and uh, all the TVs, and then they got you know little games for her. Yeah. Which one do you go to? Uh, West Des Moines. West Des Moines location over by Jordan Creek, just uh, south south of the big mall there. In and out, and TVs everywhere. Keep you're the little one occupied. You're all set. Most hey, important. We got uh, like 20 seconds before we go. J- just real quick. So I made it to Cedar Rapids for the first time in my life this past week. That's weekend. right. You you had your antiquing, I right? did. We did. I was in a place, um, an area that is, it's like Czechoslovakia town or something. I don't know. So I'm not really sure where I was. But the point being is, <laughs> you know what I think I'm going to do this summer on the on the weekends when I'm trying to put some goodwill in the bank account? I think we might explore Iowa. That's you know this is a pretty cool state, right? It really no is. I, I had fun. I have plenty of places for you too because well, lifelong Iowan, and I've been to right. pretty much every corner of it. Well, I'm married to a lifelong Iowan, but yeah. she doesn't get on Ankeny much. Anyways, <laughs> I think that's on the docket. We'll come back with uh, NFL conversation. Frank Schwab next, seventeen hundred KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. Seventeen hundred KBGG. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Hey, this is Francis Graziano, president of Graziano Brothers, located on the corner of South Union and Jackson in Des Moines. Graziano Brothers has been a Southside tradition since 1912, and we have you, the customers, to thank for that. Graziano's is dedicated in offering true flavors of Italian cuisine, filling your food pantry with all the right Italian ingredients. From delicious cured meats, cheeses, pastas, breads, tomato products, your favorite Italian sweets, spices, the list goes on and on. And I haven't even mentioned our delicious homemade Italian sausage yet. My grandfather, Francesco Graziano, and my great-uncle Luigi used flavors of their Italian homeland and created their famous homemade Italian sausage. Graziano's Italian sausage may also be enjoyed at several local restaurants and eateries. Some of our oldest and finest customers include Baratas and Tamias on the south side. The next time you eat out, make sure it's Graziano Sausage mentioned on the menu. Graziano Brothers is your only choice when it comes to great taste. Come visit us. It's worth the trip. Ciao. 
Carrie Ann's Food Pantry serves the residents of Southeast Polk School District as well as all of Bondurant and Pleasant Hill. If you live in this area or use the school system and find yourself in need of additional food at this time, come in Mondays or Wednesdays between 3 and 6 or on Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday between 11 and 1. You will need to bring in an ID for each member of your family and a piece of mail postmarked and delivered to you for each adult over 18 in order to register. There are no income requirements, no checking of employment, nor need to be signed up for any government or church charity program. We are here to help. If you need food, we have it for you. Caring Hands has been serving the Southeast Polk area for more than 20 years and is funded by charitable contributions from those of us in the community. Check out their website at caringhandsiowa.org. To enjoy life indoors during Iowa's hottest months, call Logier Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save $3,400 or more with combined rebates on a new Dave Lennox signature system from Logier. Check out LogierHeatingCooling.com for details. For over 110 years, Logier has made Central Iowans happy inside. See customer reviews on Google, Facebook, and the Des Moines BBB website. Call Logier at 267-1000. We make you happy inside. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at therookiesportscards.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again, and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You suck. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Uh, Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon and myself taking you up until 2 o'clock. As promised, going to talk some NFL. What else? We are a couple of days away from the NFL draft in Dallas. Frank Schwab, the shutdown corner, yahoosports.com, part of the shutdown corner. He joins us to discuss the draft and some percolating NFL issues. Frank Trenton, Ken in Des Moines. Thanks for coming on, Frank Schwab. How are you? Doing well, doing well. What's up? Uh, well, before we get into the draft, are you surprised Des Bryant hasn't found a home, or at least at this point, the rumors of a potential home seem to be quieter than I thought that they would be. Are we just waiting for this draft to be over before it starts to become clearer? I think that that's it. I think that it was one of the Cowboys did him no favors with the timing of this, which they didn't do themselves any favors with the timing of it either. I mean, if you knew you were going to cut him, cut him in February. Get you do something with that twelve point five million and let Des Bryant find a new team. You know that the, the when they cut him. Teams are knee deep in draft prep. They, yeah, they, you know, they're not going to pass up the chance to sign a, a really good player. But I think there's no questions about Des at this point. That it was just one of those things where I think teams just said, "Hey, let, let's let's get our draft done and then dig into this and see if we still have a need after that." And and that's why he's not 
exactly flying off the shelves. And there's also, you know, I'm sure he has initial salary demands that aren't going to get met because he's not the same player. He might have to settle for a one-year deal when he's not looking for that. But he'll land somewhere. I don't think we're, we've seen the end of Des Bryant, but I think it's going to take some teams saying, all right, we didn't get the receiver we wanted in the draft. Let's let's look into Des again. And the funny thing is, the team that probably needs him most is the Dallas Cowboys, yes. and they just cut and they just cut him. That's funny you say that, Trent. And I said the exact same thing when it happened. The other, if if there was a move, and I I'm not sure I'm alone on this island, Frank, but but I thought Green Bay right as soon as it happened, Green Bay was the team that came to mind to me. They've got a quarterback who's not going to be pushed around by Des Bryant. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers' team, and will be till he decides to to hang it up. Mike McC. McCarthy's a a coach that I don't think. I mean, he's got he's got enough skin in the game and enough reputation. He couldn't be pushed around. Do the Packers make sense for Des Bryant? They absolutely do. I think that's a great uh, call. That if if the Packers again, I, I don't know what Des's salary demands are right now. If he's willing to do a one or two year deal, I think that's perfect for Green Bay. And you know, bring him in. Like you said, there's a lot of things in place where. He's not. He's not going to overrun your locker room. He's. He's not going to be the number one guy. That's Devontae Adams. And for all the time, you know, Des Bryant has slowed down. There's no question. If you watch him last year, he, he's not getting the separation. He's not. But if you lower your expectations, if you don't expect him to be 2014 Des Bryant, if you just say, "All right, here's a guy who can come in, maybe be 80 catch, 950 yards, get some red zone stuff, make some contested catch." catches is our number two behind a Devontae Adams type of guy. I think that's perfect. And I, I think, I don't know if Des is in that mindset yet where he's willing to do that, but I think that team like the Packers, like even the, you know, the 49ers come to mind too of a team that could really use him. Seattle's another team that I think could really use him. I think one of those teams is going to see Des in that light and say, okay, for the right contract, we'll bring in and then let's see what happens with that. Hey, Frank, good to talk to you again. Uh, I was telling Ken when this came out, my favorite tweet of the whole thing was, you know the team that could use Des Bryant the most? The Cowboys. Uh, you look at that yeah, roster, what, what are they going to do there? And, and what's the plan at wide receiver for helping out their uh, third-year quarterback, Dak Prescott? I know, and then, you know, other teams we've seen, even in their division with the Eagles, have gone out of their way, the Bears certainly did, gone out of their way to help their young quarterbacks. They've said, we, we can't just leave this guy out on an island. We have to go sign uh, Alshon Jeffrey uh, and Allen Robinson. The Cowboys going the opposite way. I, I don't know what their plan is necessarily. You know, it's not like they have a dominant tight end that can cover up a lot of that stuff. I love Jason Witten, love his career, but at 36, he's not that guy anymore. So you're basically looking at Alan Hearns, who is a disappointment after he signed a big deal in Jacksonville. We're going to Ryan Switzer type was a good slot, you know, a Colt Beasley, good slot guy. Jason Witten, who he's fine for what he is at this point in his career, but he's not, you know, making defenses worry. You're putting a lot of pressure on your run game with Ezekiel Elliott because what safety, what defense coordinator is looking saying, yeah, we got to play too deep because they're so dangerous a receiver. Like, no, it's going to be eight in the box all the time. So they'll have to draft somebody, but I don't know that this draft is set up so you get a plug-and-play number one guy at number 19. There's there's a lot of good receivers in this draft, but I don't think any great receiver. I don't, I'm not on this Calvin Ridley bandwagon. I think he's got a little bit of good, solid number two. I think there's a lot of there's about eight or nine good, solid number twos. I don't know if you reach on one at 19, but they have this it's just such a needed receiver now that they might have to just do that and take whoever falls to them at 19. Every mock draft's going to have a receiver to Dallas, so... I don't know. I, it's not a good situation with the Cowboys. I look at their receivers, and I just kind of wonder, are you really setting Dak Prescott back by having him having these be his targets this year? All right, let, let's stay on the receivers. Frank and Julio Jones last night certainly uh, caused uh, Twitter to go a flutter, and I'm not an Instagrammer, but uh, um, what was Julio Jones up to? I mean, it's draft week. I guess anything could happen. We're just talking about the Cowboys and Des Bryant, and they were willing to part ways with you know a guy that uh, was their guy for so long. Julio Jones, what's going on? I have no idea. I've I've grown so tired. You know, you do this job long enough, and in this this day and age of social media, trying to read tea leaves of oh man, wait, wasn't it before earlier this offseason? Like Jordan Howard did the same thing. Like he removed a lot of Bears stuff, and and that didn't end up happening. With, you know, nothing happened coming out of that. So I don't think it's anything, but 
it is draft week, so everybody's on high alert. Anything is possible. Any, you know, any trade or whatever. Uh, but I just, I don't think that we're at the point now where Falcons uh, <laughs> are ready to move on from Julio Jones and what he's doing on his Twitter account. Well, uh, Frank, let's jump into the draft now. It's that time, and sitting at number one, the Cleveland Browns. They really hold a ton of cards, not just because they have one. They also have number four. Let's start right there. Your anticipation, what's going to happen at the top, and a lot of different theories out there what the Browns should do. If you were in that shoe, in those shoes, what you'd be doing? I, I, they clearly have to take a quarterback. I mean, unless, unless you just love at least three of the, the four prospects. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking about... You know, hey, all three of these guys are going to be franchise players. We're fine with whoever we get. Just draft Saquon Barkley number one. Oh, okay, that's fine. But if I'm the Browns and I've waited 20 years now to get a real quarterback, I, I don't gamble like that. I say, who's our top guy? Who is our number one guy on the board? And I'm not gambling with Josh Allen because I think he's a developmental guy. Who obviously the upside there, but he's got a long way to go. You know, people, the, the people in Iowa there saw him. You know, I mean, he didn't play well against Iowa. There's a lot of a lot of concern I have with Josh Allen. I think Baker Mayfield's the best quarterback in the draft. I really do. But I do understand why it would be tough for them to draft a quarterback number one who's not even six one. I, I get it. There, yeah, people. You can talk about Drew Brees. You can talk about Russell Wilson. These guys are unicorns. They're they're Hall of Famers. And maybe Baker Mayfield is too. But that's a big gamble. So I just come back to it's it's almost got to be Sam Darnold. I think he's got the best combination of the highest floor and the highest ceiling. I, I don't really think he's going to be a bust. I think he's going to be a very good quarterback for a long time. Maybe he doesn't have that, you know, hey, once in a lifetime potential Josh Allen does. Maybe he doesn't have that intrigue that Baker Mayfield does. But I think he's the best combination of safe. And yet you're still shooting for a guy who I think can be a top-10 quarterback in the NFL. That's definitely what the Browns need at this point. Where do you think, and I don't know, maybe you've asked NFL execs this question or scouts that you cross paths with this question. Trubisky and Mahomes are in this year's draft. Where would they be? They would, I would think, would go before any of these guys, wouldn't they? Really good question. I think... I think Trubisky might. I don't know if Mahomes would. Mahomes coming out, he's still very right. He's almost like a Josh Allen, really, to where you look at his game and you say, well, he's got to be the right situation. Now, he did go, I think he did, went to a great situation with Kansas City because Andy Reid's a great coach and he didn't have to play right away. I, I wonder, though, I think he probably goes ahead of Rosen. Um, it, you know, Mahomes versus the Allen should create conversation. It really would. I, I think we forgot a little bit how how Patrick Mahomes was viewed before last year's draft because he ended up in such a great spot and he showed a lot during the preseason. I think that that he was the same questions with him were same questions with Allen, this big strapping kid with an unbelievable arm, but can he function in an offense right away? So that would be, I think, the the argument there. But I think I probably think Trubisky versus Darnold would be a great argument. I mean, it's, I probably guess I'd lean Trubisky, but it, it would be a, a tough one there. All right, Frank, uh, some of the other quarterbacks. Baker Mayfield is uh, getting conversation kind of all over the place. And now we're seeing it seems like more Lamar Jackson. We are. Good point, Trent. Two guys that, that I think uh, there are big gaps. It, it could be bus potential. It could be star potential. What do you think of those two guys and where they end up? I love them both, to be honest. I think that I think Mayfield it does check every box except height. I think when you watch him, you say, He's got great arm. He understands off how to function in an offense. He understands progressions. He, he can play from the pocket. Yet he's still athletic enough to make things happen when it breaks down. He's he's accurate, good arm, tight window throw. Like literally everything you want out of a quarterback. He's just not tall. And I do get why he wouldn't be everybody's cup of tea with his personality. He's very brash. He's, he's cocky. And and not every team's going to want that. And not every team's going to like that out of face of the franchise quarterback. I get that, but I think with the right team, he can really thrive. And I, I, I do hope he goes to New York because I just think him with the Jets is just it's just going to be fun to track for a long, long time. I think he's a heck of a player. And then Lamar Jackson, I think is just I think he's the guy who might go higher than we all think right now. I think he might be closer to this top four than we really believe because when you look at the tape, you see a guy who is very good from the pocket. I mean, that's what, you know, people are going to want to say, I think stereotype him as a certain kind of quarterback because he's a great runner, and he is, 
but he's also a guy who played in a, a really kind of an NFL offense with Bobby Petrino. Bobby Petrino has a that's not a, a, your typical college spread offense. They have a lot of NFL concepts. I think I know our Jackson comes in ready, and if an offensive coordinator is willing to, you know, kind of devise an offense around what he does really, really well. And, you know, live with some of the things he's not going to do well as a rookie, like all rookies. I know Lamar Jackson can play right away and play very, very well. And he might end up being the guy who we say, wow, I didn't see him going tenth in this draft, but somebody trade up to get him because they just believe that his combination of, of athletic gifts and skills are going to translate really, really well in the right scheme. Uh, Frank, my last thing for you, Frank Schwab, yahoosports.com, is our guest. Read him at the shutdown corner. Frank, is there a player that's going to go in the first round that you absolutely think is uh, going to be a star in the league? And then conversely, someone who's in the first round that you have question marks about? You know, I think that it's... It, if you're asking, I think Saquon Barkley can't miss. I, I really, like that's not a, I know that's not very out there on a limb, but you look at him, you look at the measurables, you watch him play. And I, I don't, you know, people are saying, oh, he's the best running back, you know, prospect since Adrian Peterson. I wonder if he's even better than Adrian Peterson as a prospect. Because if you remember, Adrian Peterson coming out of Oklahoma had some injury issues. He had, I believe, a broken collarbone at least once or twice. He had other things come up. There were at least questions, and that's not why, it's why he didn't go like number two to Detroit. Uh, Calvin Johnson went there. So I think. I think Saquon Barkley might be the best running back prospect since Barry Sanders. I mean, that's how good he is. And I think he's just, I, I, I can't see him missing. I really can't unless he gets injured. And Quentin Nelson's another who's just totally safe. Like, I mean, he's going to be a really, really good guard for some team for a really, really long time. And then on the flip side of that, I don't, you know, I, nobody really stands out as a guy I, I dislike. I, I mean, I... If if like a Mason Rudolph gets end up ends up going in the first round because team is quarterback desperate, yeah, I can see that. I can see some of these receivers busting. I'm not a big Calvin Ridley guy. I'm not a big Cortland Sutton guy. So any of the any of the receivers going the first round, I think are just kind of coin flips. They they could be very good. We're going to see some receivers in the third round. I think be pretty good players, but we just don't know which of these receivers are going to be good and which aren't because they're kind of in the same bucket. But that's kind of my list. I think I am really wary of the receivers in this class. All right, Frank, let's uh, finish up with a little homecoming for you. Back to your home state of Wisconsin, the Packers, their first offseason without Ted Thompson at the helm in a long, long time. Been an interesting one, a lot more moving and shaking than we're used to. How about as it pertains to the draft? Is it just because it's a new regime there, you just have to sit and wait and kind of play this one by ear as it happens because, well, it's just difficult to get a handle on what they're going to do? Absolutely. I think that, that there are a lot of cards in this draft to get maybe see them moving up and, and drafting a Denzel Ward. I mean, they, they need corners. Everybody knows that. They come into the draft with a clear need of cornerback. Maybe they just sit tight and Josh Jackson falls to them. It was obviously a very good player. You guys know well. I, I just, I, I don't know. I, it's, it's fun. It's different. It's, we, we, it, the Green Bay Packers became so predictable and very conservative, and that's okay. I, I mean, I, I, Ted had a great, great run. There's no question about that. But now with with Goody in there, it's a lot different. <laughs> anything goes, anything can happen. They might they might be movers and shakers on draft day, or maybe hey, they, you know, they, they still are from the same tree. Maybe he just says we're not giving up extra picks to move up. We're just going to sit here and take the best player available. I I just don't know what to expect out of them. They're they're really one of the teams to watch though. This, this, this week. Frank Schwab, yahoosports.com. Frank, thank you. We'll talk to you in the weeks to come. Appreciate it. Absolutely, guys. Appreciate it. Good to talk to you. Frank Schwab, yahoosports.com. Uh, it's the shutdown corner. Second straight appearance with us. We've had phone issues with Frank. Yeah. Content so good, Trent, I would have normally said... Uh, we'll battle through. But... Yeah, abort this conversation, but <laughs> it, he's, you know... Um, Gotta so get him a landline. We do. <laughs> that would That would be... Uh, Yes, absolutely, certainly something we should look into doing. Well, did you learn anything? Yeah, I, I was uh, the Baker Mayfield one I, because I'm still not enamored. I mean, I like I liked him so much as a college player. I told you I loved him when it looked like you'd get him in the third or fourth round. Mm-hmm. He had that chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. I I would be much more cautious him as a first rounder. Mar Jackson, I still think is going to be the best quarterback in this draft. Anxious to see where he goes, Trent. 15 to Arizona, maybe? Earlier? Do you think he will be? Frank's, Frank kind of hinted at that. Well, what if Buffalo trades up from 12 up into how five. About five? I think it's I think it's available. I think that makes sense. 
take their both of their first round picks, they would get Kansas City's through Buffalo, which mm-hmm. is twenty one or two, and then twelve. Yeah, I think that plays in. Uh, I think that pick is in play, Trent. I do. And b- back to just uh, real quick on on uh, Adrian Peterson. Remember, he got hurt against Iowa State. I don't. He did. He got hurt against. Now I don't. Rem- I think it was a shoulder, okay. but he got hurt in the Iowa State game, and missed. I don't know. A few weeks, anyways. Yeah. And I think he did it scoring a touchdown of all things. Now that you say that. Like falling into the end I zone. I think that's yes, right. Yes, yes, that. I don't that remember does the year. sound right. I mean, it's got to be over ten years ago, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he got dinged up um, against Iowa State. So back to the Julio Jones stuff from last night. Did you see it? And what did you think? Uh, is he playing with the? I mean, yeah. is he playing with the, the Falcons fan base or with the with the team that needs a receiver? Say the Cowboys, Cowboys, because their fans yeah. quickly jumped on that oh, trying bet. to connect yes. dots. Yes, I didn't read too much into it. It's you know LeBron plays around with stuff like that with social media. Does just, he? Yeah, remember when he unfollowed every uh, everything doing with the Cavs one year and I don't shut it down one year with the heat and didn't do anything and people got all fired up about it I I don't think it's anything to get too worried about too cautious about mm. now I, I think it tells you maybe there is a, a point of contention there uh-huh. that you can look at but uh-huh. I don't see this leading to a demand to be traded those types of things it's it's the off season. It is. The long it's, off season. It's the long off season. All right, I've got the information. Uh, this is from his wiki page. Uh-huh. Uh, his dad was released from prison on October the 14th when Oklahoma played Iowa State. Uh, Oklahoma won the game. However, on the final drive, Peterson broke his collarbone when he dove into the end zone on a 53-yard touchdown run. He was expected to miss four to six weeks. Yeah, I'm looking 2006. at 2006. I'm looking at the ESPN story here mm-hmm. as well. Quarterback for that Sooner team. You get super bonus points for this. Uh, is he a coach? Maybe, but I don't know if he is. I don't know who. Because it's not Heupel. Is that That's, what I was going to guess, yeah. Yeah, you got to go a little further back. Paul Thompson. Don't remember that. Paul Thompson. Don't remember. The, I, no, I have no. I don't remember Paul Thompson's career at all. Do you? <laughs> no. Uh, no, I do not. Not at all. Didn't look like he, well, 2,600 yards passing, 60%, 22 touchdowns, 11 interceptions in his final season. Paul Thompson's never been talked about in sports talk radio in Oklahoma, let alone (laughs) Iowa. (laughs) And yet here we are. We've got to this point. All right. uh, Speaking of getting to this point, let's get to the point where we talk about tube talk and Mm -hmm. what's on tonight. I can't find the Cubs game. Okay. I can't find it. I, I mean, here we are. We're in a essentially a rematch mm-hmm. of not well, it's a rematch of the the Cubs and the Indians in their historic Game Seven World Series. The first uh, time she, they played since, and they're back in the where where it all happened. Mm-hmm. As Chris Bryant, a smile comes to his face as a ball comes to him at third, and he smiles as he fields the ball and picks it up and throws it to Anthony Rizzo, and the Cubs win. The Cubs win, but uh, we won't be able to see this one today. So. Or will we? Well, I don't know. Well, it's not on NBC Sports Chicago. That's the easy. That's the first place always to look, right? Right. Yeah, because they're not doing till tomorrow's game. Because remember, I said yesterday that I I heard them them talk about we'll talk to you Wednesday on Comcast, right? right. So six sixty five out. So next, I always go to twenty three. And WI. Not seeing it listed on there this evening. Then you check. Well, sometimes seventeen and five in the past has had nothing there on the Direct TV guide. Last check, well, 219, Fox Sports 1. Oh, anything? ESPN, Walsh, nothing there. Clubbed. Nothing in the Des Moines Register television box either. One saving grace, MLB Network. Yes. And it's listed. Oh. It's an or. New York Yankees uh-huh. hosting the Minnesota Twins. Ugh. And that's it's, it's, what time is that first pitch? Because uh, they were six last night. Did they move up earlier? They're also, I believe, 5.30. Well, hang on. I got the paper. Like I got that. the probable pitchers right here. 5.35. 5.35. So the Cubs-Cleveland would start earlier. Or 5.10. So it's an either-or. Cubs-Indians or Yankees-Twins. Whatever they Why choose, Why is it though, this difficult? Won't it be blacked out regardless, though? The answer is probably yes, unfortunately. Yeah. And here's the worst part about it, right? Because I subscribe. I think it's two hundred and something dollars I pay for the MLB package, mm-hmm. extra innings, 
I'm not sure if that's the right cost, but it's about that. So I, I get, you know, I get every other Cleveland Indians game this year if I want. Right. But the one I really want, when I want to watch the Cleveland Indians tonight, mm-hmm. that game is blacked out because the Chicago, the Cubs uh, footprint takes precedence, apparently. I, I don't understand it. I don't either. And, and the blackouts on, especially national channels, I, I get it. You want people to watch your local feed. But we but don't have a local feed. The local feed isn't available. Stop shutting us out from these games. And the other part is with DirecTV, it's great. For twelve ninety nine for the sports pack a month. You see a lot of games. You get a lot of games. Yep. You get all the locals that mm-hmm. are involved for the most part. Most of the Royals, most of the Cardinals, most of the Brewers, most of the Cubs, most of the White Sox, most of the Twins. Get get all of that. It's a great price mm-hmm. for that. It really is. But the problem is when you get into these national TV games and they're blocked out, and then you're not able to see the feed because, well, like the Cubs tonight. We don't have, it's not available. It should be simple. Well, what's ESPN got on a Tuesday night? What are they showing tonight at 5 o'clock? Do you know? Because TNT's got the basketball tonight. Um, There is no hockey game, but ESPN's out of the hockey business to begin with. Right. Though they might be coming back on. Well, not in time for this year, but I I hope you're right to, (laughs) to, to your point. Let's see. Let's go to the 200s on DirecTV and what we have this evening. Uh, Sports Should Center. Should have <laughs> Yes, followed by a Sports Center special at six o'clock. ESPN two has NFL Live. Looks like a lot of draft stuff tonight. Well, I appreciate the draft stuff. I'm a draft Nick. I know it's not for everybody, but I'm also would like to watch the Indians and the Cubs tonight. So, well, anyways, two thirteen. That's about the only choice, right? And cross your fingers. Yeah, cross my fingers that the MLB has. All right, you and Jimmy B today, real quick, because I want to get your take on the two hoops games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Alex Halstead stopping by, talking about the newest commitment for the Cyclone mm-hmm. basketball program, bringing in uh, transfer Prentice Nixon. We'll get into that. Matt Snyder will be here talking MLB with him, and uh, today we're breaking down the Vikings with our friend B.J. Rydell. All righty, we will be back tomorrow. Let's get your picks. Who do you like tonight? Uh, and the point spreads are involved. Miami, Philadelphia. I told you I love this Philadelphia team. Yes. I think they take care of business tonight. Do you? Uh, I believe that they will. The will they cover? The is big. What is it? Ten. That's too many. That's exactly where I was. Miami will... Keep it relatively close. They cover. They cover. I, I agree with you. All right, then San Antonio, Golden State. And this has got to be way bigger than 10. Is it? Uh, what is the number? 11. That's it? That's it. Boy, that's crazy. Philadelphia is 10 and Golden State's 11. I think 11. I think you lay the points all day long. I, I'm right there with you. I've done the same already earlier today. <laughs> boy. We're in the same boat. And, well, I think the best game of the night, though, you missed. What? Well, you got to go over to 216 on your direct TV to find this one, NBA TV, Buck Celtics. Forgot all about that game. Yes, that is the best game because of the night. again, the newspaper only. That's another thing. Where they, will you, where will uh, Giannis try and eat after the game? <laughs> uh, Do you hear that story? Yes. Dare Wiener Schnitzel? No, no, they're, <laughs> they're back in Boston, aren't they? I'm, oh, are they in Boston? They're, they're in that's Boston. right, Game Five. They're yep. back in Boston. Okay, that's going to be the best game of the night, though. It's your, your by far. Fact, I agree. The three. That's the one yep. that I'll be. And that's probably the early one too, right? It is right at six o'clock. Yeah, screw the Indians that. and the Cubs. <laughs> I'm all set. All bucks. Uh, all bucks tonight. Hey, uh, rooting for him. I really am. Yep. Um, couldn't name the coach. I had no idea who the coach was. Walking. Who's that guy? Jason Kidd. I thought that was Jason Kidd's job. Well, how did I miss that? Yeah, he he got axed. Must have during football season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, football was still going on. Okay, that's how I missed it. There's your answer. We're back tomorrow at noon. Cappy's here. He's here early tomorrow. 12.15. We'll get to the Cap Man. Look forward to that uh, as we uh, will get closer to the draft. A lot of Cubs talk as well with Cap. Uh, Trent Conan, Jimmy B, and TC today from 4 until 6. We're back tomorrow at noon. Appreciate you listening. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG.